Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. So you like hockey? Congratulations. You're amongst the smartest sports fans in the world. Want to fight about it? Join me, the Hockey Troll, and that snack, Polly Cupcakes, every Monday and Thursday on the official Caps Chirp podcast, repping the greatest team in the NHL, your Washington Capitals. Not only do we bring you the best Washington Capitals coverage, but we've got the hottest takes and the tastiest content. Tune in wherever you get your podcast and at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com. Chirp us on all social media platforms at Caps Chirp. See you beauties and benders there. This is the Grit and Barrett podcast, a podcast devoted to the 11-time Carter Cup champion, the Hershey Bears. We talk Hershey Bears, the American Hockey League, and all the hockey news that matters to me. This is high energy, unfiltered, and at times unfocused hockey talk from a hack. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast, everyone. It is Christmas week, everyone. How the hell is everyone doing this week? I hope all of you are going out there and enjoying your holidays in whatever manner, whatever you want. And... Despite with the world going a little crazy right now, we still have hockey, everyone. We still have hockey. Bears hockey is still happening. And I'm hopefully, wherever you are listening to this podcast, you still have some hockey where you are as well. My name is Richard Blosser. Thank you again for joining me. It is a busy week of Bears hockey as we are heading into Christmas week. It is our first 3-3 three and three in quite some time, everyone, as the Bears... Had some traveling, took on some division foes, and uh, we'll see where this goes. Last Tuesday, we got a road win up there in Wilkes-Barre in a makeup game, and let's see where this team goes. So, first up, I know things are getting a little crazy and scary because we're having a ton of COVID stuff going through three major sports here in the U.S., the NFL, the NBA, and the NHL are all going through COVID issues. Oh boy, was it fun to watch um, NFL Twitter on, I think it was Friday, where they announced that some teams would have their games postponed, and you you thought uh, fantasy football fans had been told that they were had they, their favorite toy taken away from them. It was a scene. Now... Before we do start, if I can have a moment of seriousness, everyone. Yes, 
it's causing hiccups around the NHL. We are having games postponed on average of two to three a night. And at the time of this recording, because I'm recording this on a Sunday night, the NHL did announce that there will be no cross-border games being played, which means no Canadian teams come down to the U.S. and no U.S. teams go up to Canada. Not happening. Not until after Christmas. Because, well, it's getting a little nuts up there in Canada, and it's getting a a little crazy here in the U.S. as well. So we've decided to tell each other, hey, why don't we just spend Christmas apart and let's reconvene after the holidays. So that's what's going on. There are teams that have effectively shut things down until after the holidays. Uh, Colorado, Florida, Calgary, and a handful of other teams as well. As I said before on Friday, we just got to get through this, everyone. You know, all we know is that guys are in protocol. That could mean they're mild, they're asymptomatic, We don't know. We honestly don't know. But I just hope that all of you, you don't go Twitter doom scrolling. You don't go into Google deep depths to find out information about this Omicron or what else COVID is doing if you're listening to this in U.S. and Canada. I am urging everyone, please don't. Please don't. It's going to lead you to some very bad places. So just hang in there. I went through this with the Bears for about two weeks. And for all of you out there, you can get through it too. All right, enough about that. Let's go to some Bears hockey, damn it. As Friday night, we went up due north. We went up to Springfield, Massachusetts to take on a depleted Springfield Thunderbirds. Now, Springfield, for a while there, was the top in the Atlantic. They were fast, they were speedy, and they were skilled. Well, lo and behold, it turns out they were being carried by high-end talent. Um, Sam, and as I have to be very careful how I pronounce that name, his scoring has dropped off. Nathan Walker's been caught up to St. Louis and has been doing fantastic. Charlie Lindgren, hefty lefty, we love watching him, has gone up to St. Louis and has just done spectacular up there. And St. Louis is like, hey, we really like this crop we got from Springfield. I think we're going to be keeping these. And it's been rather tough times there for Springfield, who got shut out by Providence at home last weekend, 3-0. Went to Wilkes-Barre and got shut down, (laughs) 6-0. Tough times there in western Massachusetts. So the boys travel up there hoping we can take advantage of sorts of a team that's really down on its luck. So it's a feeling out process between these two teams as I'm watching them um, as they go at it up there in Western Massachusetts, a rather decent crowd up there in Springfield. The white jerseys they wear are surprisingly meh, but the boys really take it to Springfield because this is not the same Hershey team that was a couple weeks ago. We're starting to find ourselves. We're getting a bit of a groove going. Maybe we've beaten up on a Wil- easy Wilkes-Barre team once or twice, but you know, I, I think this team's starting to come around. And late power play in the first, and long wrister, and it wasn't by Cody Franzen. Cody Franzen's out of the lineup for reasons. Long wrister on the way, knocked down in front at the end of the power play, slam play in front, Matt Molson's in front, power play's expired. There's Mike Vecchione, swings it into the net, he scores! Mike Vecchione gets it in, 
not a power play goal at the end, and it's one nothing Hershey. I like that scoring first, getting up er- them up on Springfield, and this this was a team that defensively, and I know I've taken this team to task for being on the wrong side of defense, giving up three on twos, not playing a full 60 minutes of hockey. Well, from what I saw, there was back checking, there was breaking up passes in the slots, not allowing three on twos or defensive breakdowns. Maybe this defense is really coming together. And when you have that kind of cohesiveness and, and confidence, your goaltending plays a lot better. Your forwards have a little bit more pep on their step and the defense feels comfortable taking chances, stepping up into the zone because they know they've got a forward or two that says, hey, I got your back. I can do this and can play back if needed. I know last week I tore into them for giving up those kind of chances, and they did, but now those chances are less, so I don't mind the, um, I guess, the pinching as much. That was more dirtier than what I said. I wanted it to sound, but hey, let's just go with it. Into the second we go, and boy, just the Bears do get in some trouble. Eddie Whitko taking a rough a roughing call. Tobias Geiser, delay of game, which was legit. Kepney for cross-checking, and Kale Kessie for roughing and making friends as well, but didn't bite um, Hershey because Springfield cannot buy a goal to save their life. This is a team that you want to talk about hard luck. This is pretty much them. They uh once high scoring team has just been completely taken to task in this one. And late in the second, things start going a little bit better. Dump into the zone. Joe Snively just rushes right into the zone. Just you know, I love the speed that he's playing with. Him, uh Pilon AJ are finding their legs and we're playing fast. Not fast and small, but just really fast hockey once those boys get their jets going. Snively gets in, over to Pilon, over in front, and wouldn't you know, it's Matt o'clock in Springfield, everyone! Get in! His fourth of the season! The captain, and it's 2-0 Hershey! Go on, boys! 2-0 on a Springfield team that kicked our butt a few weeks ago. Mm-mm-mm. And Springfield, they come out flying in the third. And they're just peppering Phoenix Copley with shots. Who, once again, is playing very well on the road. I'm not saying it. Zach didn't say it. You didn't say it. I'm not. But Springfield gets a power play early late. Because Joe Snively delay of game. Right up and over. And you can kind of feel it. This is where it's going to happen, everyone. It, it's just, it's like Wilkes-Barre. There'll be a late, dumb penalty. And we're we're going to pay for it. And then, once they get into that that power play, it's three minutes and change left. Off comes Hoffner. Uh, off comes Hoffner? With three and a half to go? To make it six on four? Okay, weird flex, but you're down by two. Why not? And the Bears... They're able to do it, including uh, one where you had several Bears defensemen block three consecutive shots. In fact, one over. Sam, Sam Ennis, wine, fired from the high slot, blocked, comes right back to him. He says, all right, I'm going to do this again. Long wrister, Geiser, off of his back. I could hear that yelling from up here. G- grabbed by the winger, throws it in front, and a kneeling Kepney, bam, right off 
his shin guard, and they whack it out of the zone. Three consecutive block shots. Oh, my God. Get those guys an ice pack. And with about a minute 30 left to go, there's 90 seconds left. Dump into the zone. There's Phoenix Copley. He looks. He's aiming for the... Oh, God. He's aiming for the empty net. He throws throws it down. Is it going to happen? Is it finally going to happen? The one elusive thing that has evaded the Hershey Bears 84 years of existence. Nope. Nope. Just wider than, wider than that. That's right, boys and girls. The Hershey Bears have done a lot of things in their history. But we have not had a goalie goal. I know. Hard to believe. But the clock tick, ticks down. Tick, 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 tick. You hear the boo birds are coming out in Springfield. Ooh, the fans are getting frothy. More shot blocking. Sticks in lanes. Springfield can't get anything going. Not even a quality shot. Ten seconds left. The boos are raining down. I love booze. I drink it all the time. And just three, two, one. Shut out and shut down. Out of time, so say goodbye, Springfield. The Bears win it. 2-0 the final up there in Western Massachusetts. Another huge road win in division up there in the Mass Mutual Center. Your three stars of the game were the captain, Matt Molson, with a goal. Number two, Mike Vecchioni and Joe Snively with two assists. Although, uh, Copley should get one of those. Uh, dude got an assist. Dude got a shutout. <laughs> it, he should probably get a third star, but I meant second or first, but whatever. Whatever, Trevor, as a friend of mine in the UK likes to say. So, good job and good win by the boys. Get on the bus, drive back. You don't get back till 3.30 a.m. I know those kind of trips. And it's get some rest, lads, because we got another game tomorrow. And we're going to talk about that right now as Hershey took on those no-good, dirty, rotten, filthy Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins. And it's a frothy giant center on a uh, on a decent Saturday night. And this is our first um, bigger rivalry game of the season. And much like Lehigh, road fans will travel. They will come down 81 to see their team. Fox, Penguins, jerseys all over the place. And did I wear my Capitals um, Hershey Bears jersey? Yes. Yes, I did. So, go at it in in the first. And it's it, Wilkes-Barre played the night before, and uh, so did we. So, it's two teams. One's in the middle of a 3-3, three and three, and the other is just, well, it just trying to get back to 500 and make something uh, of them of themselves. And I'm a little anxious who Wilkes-Barre is going to throw out. We've seen Jerusik. Um, we haven't seen Philippe uh, Lindbergh or, or in some time. So who are they going to throw out there? Oh, Alex DiOrio, Penguins goalie prospect. Okay. Uh, odd flex, but all right, let's go with it. And we get going and... We notice early on the Bears are really getting a good step going. Like they are, you know, they're causing turnovers. And Wilkes-Barre's just being really sloppy with the puck. I mean, this is not like the team we saw on Tuesday who took it to the Bears in the first 10 minutes. And all the Bears had to do were survive the first 10 minutes. You know, we were causing neutral zone turnovers. Wilkes-Barre just not getting anything going in the offensive zone. And the boys were able to generate a steal 
and uh, off the wall. Throw it across to Kale Kessie. Shoot, scores! Kale Kessie! Oh, he loves scoring against Wilkes-Barre. It's one nothing early. Beautiful pass. Liquid hockey into the net, and it's one nothing. Cody Clark, excellent setup out of him. And, oh boy, here we go. So... Diorio collects one behind the net, throws one all the way up across the boards. Simple wraps around the boards, bounces off of the Wilkes-Barre forward. Didn't even really know it's coming to him. Just bounces off of him, collected, thrown down low. There's Cody Clark, throws it in, beats Diorio short side. He didn't recover in time. Oh my goodness. Off the skate, off the boards, right to Clark, who skates in and puts it in. Short side on Diorio, and it's 2-0 Hershey. Huge gaff, huge giveaway. And 90 seconds later, the boys press the pace again. AJ forcing a turnover in the neutral zone. Gets it in. Pilon takes on the wing. Finds Demosi, Demoski in the slot. Winds, fire, scores! A bullet beats Diorio, and the goalie is dead. 3-0 Hershey. Five minutes and change left in the first. Mm-mm-mm. But of course, Wilkes-Barre has to answer because it's freaking Wilkes-Barre. Jordy Belvari makes it 3-1, makes it respectable at the end of one. And as me and the guy said, that was a period of hockey. Oh my goodness, was it ever. So, we go into the second. And oh look, a goalie change. Who they throw out there? Uh, it's Jerusik. All right, fair enough. They'll do a goalie change. We'll see if this does anything. And the Bears start to stretch the game out a little bit more. Guys are looking for that blue line running gun. And they throw it up ahead to Mike Vecchione. He's in all alone. Deeks backhands. Roof scores! Oh my goodness. Just roofs it into the top corner. And I was getting worried about this game. 4-1 Hershey. Assist to Lucas and Dylan Mickelrath. 4-1 Hershey. Lovely stuff. Power play for the Bears midway through the second. Vecchioni works it back up to the point. Bobby Nardella, Irish baby, looks, fires, tipped, ping, scores! 5-1 Hershey. Beautiful play. Bobby freaking Nardella. As the shot, it, it tipped and shot upwards. I think that may have gone off a, a Wilkes-Barre blade or something. Who cares? It's in the net. It's 5-1. Wilkes-Barre's really starting to push things up. They're starting to get their defensemen a little bit more activated in the zone. But when that happens in the neutral zone and the Bears are just wreaking havoc as Cody Clark's able to push the puck past some of the pinching defensemen really early in the zone, get past him, throw it to Mason Morelli. He's in all alone. Shoot, scores! 6-1 Hershey! It's... Oh my goodness, where'd this come from? An explosion of offense from the boys. Six, one, two, three, four, five, six. Six goals. Ah, ah, ah. And, uh, Jerusik, he is, oh, he is not having a good night. Wilkes-Barre gets another power, power play in the second uh, Valtteri Puti, uh, Putinson just winds, fires from a kneeling one-timer in the circle and makes it 6-2. Tries to make it respectable, but there's only so much you can do. The Bears get a power play 
to start here in the third. It's a laugher at this point. It's 6-2. And Molson and Vecchioni. Vecchioni working magic in this game. As a Vecchioni gets down low. Molson gets on the other side. Crossing feed over to AJ. Shoot! Scores! Another power play goal for the Bears. Liquid hockey. And a Shao Kahn in Mortal Kombat 2 once said, All too easy. No, wait. That's Darth Vader. All too easy. In the net. 7-2. Matt Barkowski gets a long wrister to make it 7-3. And we said, you know, we haven't seen a shorthanded tonight. Wilkes-Barre gets a late late power play. Less than a minute to go. Thank God if you're Wilkes-Barre. And it's chipped out of the zone. Here comes Shane Gersich. In on a breakaway. Shoots. Denied. Catches his own rebound. Scores! Shane Gersich. The 10. For his third of the season. 8 Three, Hershey. Good God. Oh, my God. It's a rout. It's a laugher. It's a massacre. Actually, I was wrong. It wasn't Jerusalem. It was Tommy Napier, their Lord and Savior against Springfield the previous week. When they put six on Springfield, the Bears hung five on him. Alex DiOrio went nine for 12. Woofda. Head coach J.D. Forrest may need to start updating his resume. And good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Spring uh, Wilkes-Barre, as cousin John Walton has said one so many times. Eight to three, the final. Three stars of the game. Bobby Nardella with a goal and an assist. Vecchioni with a goal and two assists. Cody Clark with a goal and two assists. Good day at the office, everyone. And this is the kind of performance... As a Bears fan, I've been waiting for because we've had two bad road blowouts this season, back to back seven to three games. And what I was seeing out of this game, yes, Wilkes-Barre's play was extremely sloppy. We thought this might be a, a bad, good team. It just turns out they just suck. But forcing turnovers, seeing some great speed on this team. Uh, Jets on Morelli. AJ's doing magic wonders with the puck. He just glides with the greatest of ease and has got Jets when he needs to. But Mike Vecchione, 14, ass- excuse me, 14 ex- assists on the season. Three goals, yes, but racking up an assist machine. Bobby Nardella getting hot as well. And you're finding that scoring from the third and fourth. Ryan Domoski. Nobody knew who this guy was. Freaking PTO to start the year, and he's contributing. And I know, again, this is a bad team we are doing this against, but it is a rival. And on a three and three weekend, when your first two opponents are division opponents, and you go out there and you beat them, one's a shutout and one's a flat out demolition. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. 
Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa. With over 50 years of sports betting experience, Fred is known in the UK for three things. Customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. That's the boost that these guys have needed. And this is the performance that I wanted to see out of these guys that we saw early on in the season. That this team, it might be more of a Troy Mann team than what we think. I mean, 8-3 is fantastic. But that could be the exception, not the rule. What we see in Springfield, 2-0. What we saw up in Wilkes-Barre, 3-1 or 3-2 overtime games. Those are the type of games we might see more of. Might not exactly be Troy Mann, but this team has speed and it is skill and it was on display and when it clicks, it is fun to watch. And I know, Bears fans, when we get help and we're going to get our guys back, I know, I hear it from everybody on Twitter all the time, Capitals can't stay healthy. They're always calling guys up. Why can't we have it? It's got to end eventually. I know COVID protocols suck. I know. I know. We just got to get through it. And we've survived so far to this point as well. We've done our own. So if this is what we can do now, put points up on the board, be solid defensively, winning games in our own division, collecting points in division, it's going to keep us in the mix. To win, we can get healthier and better. And Vecchione, I've heard it from you, Bears fans. Not a lot of you liked his signing. Thinks he's out of place. He's always in the wrong spot. He's plus six on the team. He's second in assists. In, in the top three in scoring. Yeah, tell me he's a bad signing. When he's healthy, he's great. And notice when I said he when he's healthy. Even I can see that he's had those type of problems. But we see the potential, and it's there. And I'm starting to believe in this squad. Because especially in this stretch of five and six days, to go out there and get these first two division games are hugely important. And we go into our longest rivalry in all the length against the Rochester Americans, a team that beat us up in Western New York earlier in the year. Can we get revenge on them? We shall find out right after this. A word from our sponsor, everyone, DraftKings Sportsbook. Before we continue with the Grit and Barrett podcast, hockey fans, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has a no-brainer offer for you to make you a winner Once a shot gets past the goalie, I know, hard concept. New customers can bet just $1 on any NHL game, of course, when we get going again, and win $100 in free bets if either team scores. The NHL tossed ties aside after the lockout, so you know somebody's going to score somehow, whether it's a one-timer, an overtime, or in a shootout. If they get a goal, you win. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state, 
Don't worry, DraftKings has huge cash prizes all season long to get you in on the action with daily fantasy hockey contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN and throw down $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. That's promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, PA only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And now on with the show. The boys were back at it this Sunday afternoon as the Amherst came into town. The Rochester Americans really looking forward to this and seeing how we stack up against a North Division opponent. And what I was worried about well, not too worried, but what we knew going into this game, it was a 3-3. Three and three. We had a shutout with travel, scored a lot of points, gave a lot of energy last night. How would the boys respond on after those two type of games? Now, this is not a division opponent, so we'll see how this goes. Early on in the first, though, well, it was a bit rough. Michael Kempney... Throws a nice little behind-the-back pass to number 22. Unfortunately, it was number 22 in blue, who throws it out front to Ryan McGinnis, and he scores. Kempney. Kempney. Let me show you the odds here, Sparky. You see stuff like that? Yeah. That's why Washington doesn't have you. I, 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 look, Kempney, Kempney. I, I know, I know. You're doing your best down here. I know that. You know that. But, um... You know, that kind of stuff doesn't help. I'm sticking up for you, but um, a little bit more solid defensively. Just a little bit. Anyway, um, the boys are able to close out the first, but boy, Rochester. You see the speed and the skill on this team. They got Peyton, Mr. Krabs out there. Ethan Prowl, former pain in the butt, Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguin. Um, some guy named J.J. Petkiara, or whatever the heck his name his name is. And... And this is just a, a, a North Division team. The North Div- Division is super loaded this year. And, you know, thank God we're playing some of these guys only once. But, um, yeah, this it's no wonder this team took us to task 7-3 to three only a couple weeks ago. So we get into the second after a first period that saw the boys outshot 12-6. to six And, oh, boy, did it show. It seemed like all the good bounces and all the good juju was used up last night. Well, that's the price you pay for hanging, hanging eight goals on the board. I wonder if this ever happened to the God Mode team. Anyway, in the second, we start pressing back against against Cooper or Kupner, their goalie. And just a real pretty play that comes in. Four on two, getting our speed game going. Kepney to peel on, peel on Domoski. Shoot, scores! A little one too many passing for my taste, but it was a wide open net. They score and we are tied. Yes. All right. Good bounce back. Power play late in the period for the Bears who just work what they do from low up to high. AJ Demoski to Bobby just gets it down. Almost parallel. Rister scores. Oh my God. 
It caught the outer top corner. How the hell did that go in? I mean, Kemper's just almost up against the, the pole, and it just it's a headhunter that catches the outside cor corner. Wow. Even Kemper was just like, yeah, what? That went in? Shoot. Anyway, we go into the third, 2-1, and I, I, I wondered. We're, we're getting our speed going, and we're playing our game. We're not exact. We're getting a little um, greedy on the cherry picking. I'm talking to you, Bobby Nar, not Bobby Nardella, Shane Gersich. I see what you're doing. Mason Morelli's trying to do the same thing, and we're trying to do the same gags against Wilkesbury. Except, here's why it worked with Wilkesbury. First off, they sort of, kind of, suck, but their defensemen were playing up. They were playing up to try and generate more offense and get more quick goals. They were sacrificing neutral zone defense for quick, fast-moving offense. And what counters that? Well, speed as well. Getting one of your wingers behind the defense and you're off to the races. And they were able to generate a lot, a lot of turnovers, turnovers, I can talk, from sloppy Wilkes-Barre play. Rochester wasn't doing that. They were protecting the puck. They're fast as well. They're not getting a lot of power play or odd man rushes, which is good, but this team's dangerous. You can't let your guard down against them. And in the third, one minute in, a steal from Mikkelrath just bumps it up to Pilon, who just gets it in the zone from the circle. Rister scores! Oh my God! Oh, did Copper really misplay that one? Was it going to go wide? Did it get tipped? But it went ping and in. And you just see him do the whole, ah. Yeah, I know what he said. I'm not saying it on here. But he was just like, sugar, sugar. Just kneeling down on the ice. Ooh, he's rattled. I smell weakness. Let's jump on this. It's 3-1 and let's put this little baby to bed. Play to win and not just play and not and play not to lose. Well, of course, Rochester is going to make this interesting. They get a power play, and Peyton Krabs puts one in off of a nice deflection that just goes right five hole past Ryan Bernard. 3-2 Hershey. Okay, this is getting a little close, but all right. Okay. But Rochester just using that speed and skill. They come in on a three, three on two. Kepney's lo freaking lost his guy. Kepney, what are you doing? And Ethan Proud just grabs a puck in the circles, fires it, and scores. Rochester has tied the game. Okay. Okay. These guys are really good. I I, I should have expected this to happen. It's 3-3. Three, three. Okay. Okay. New plan. Get this to overtime. Get this to overtime. And we'll be fine. And we'll be fine. Just let's get this to overtime. Clock's winding down. Teams are trying to generate chances, trying to end this. And with three minutes left to go, the puck is chipped up and around. And there's the linesman right by the blue line. The puck gets lost and, and it skates. Get out of, get out of the freaking way, you zebra. Tobias Geiser goes in to, to try and get it. He can't. Brendan Warren pokes it free. It's him and Krabs on a two-on-none. Shoots. Krabs shoots. Bernard knocks it down. Krabs gets his own rebound. He scores. Mother God damn. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You stupid ref. What are you doing? That should have been out of the zone. It got lost your stupid freaking skates. You stupid idiot. That's how it's going to be lost. 
and we pressed and we tried and nothing. Even with a minute of six on five, couldn't get anything. And Rochester with three unanswered goals in the final 12 minutes ends it. Rochester four, Hershey three. Ah, okay, okay. Now, am I upset that the stupid ref interfered with what happened? Yes, yes I am. Because that was a stupid goddamn play with just BS luck that caused a two-on-one. But, as, as I've spent the past couple hours calming down from this, the ref is a part of play. Should he have gotten his butt up on the glass, what they tend to do? Yeah, get out of the stupid way. It Was Geiser really out of position when he um, went to play that? Absolutely. But maybe I'm forgetting the obvious. You know, maybe I'm overlooking something. Maybe it shouldn't have gotten to that point. Where was Kepney? Where was, let's just see, for the Bears. Where was Morelli? I mean, I know Geiser where he's playing. Where was Clark back? Where was Kepney? On that stupid BS play. It should, the, the game should never have been tied. But we were tired. Three and three. There were times we were caught flat. No legs. Nothing left in the tank. As much as I hate to say it. This is what having a th- not doing a three and three in a long time will do to you. And sort of a two-week layoff. The legs just weren't there. And maybe against a lesser team, you hang on. But Rochester and that entire North Division is pretty damn good. You know, they they are good at the hockey. You know, they're fifth they're 15 and 8 for a reason. And hanging tough with Utica as well. So yeah, sucks. It really sucks. But you know, you got two wins against a division foes. You got two more games Tuesday and Wednesday against your rival. Win both of those or split both of those, and you've done your job over this five-game stretch. As I've as I've often said, win the weekend, and that's exactly what we did. A sweep would have been nice. I would have settled for a point. I would have settled for a point against in this. But them's the breaks in hockey sometimes. The hockey gods just sometimes say, not today. So... Oh, well. Win some, lose some. Win two, lose one. Better than winning one and losing two. So, the Bears are 12-8-2-1. They're still in fourth there in the Atlantic, but they're, they're hanging around with Providence and Charlotte. They're just hanging around. And you know what? I'm okay with that for the time being. This team is getting good. They need to get more good. But they're uh they're getting good. 
So let's take a look at a little bit other. Let's go down to the bottom. And that's where the Lehigh Valley Phantom is. Phantoms are at 6, 11, and 4. A little bit of a winning streak going. They're trying to claw themselves out of the basement. But um, I have a question for the Phantoms. What happens when Philadelphia comes a-calling? Because I think they really like uh, Max Wellman and a few other guys that are down there. Cam York. And the Flyers are starting to get a little bit better. There might be an organization turnaround or there might be a fire sale coming. Get ready, Lehigh, because things are going to get very interesting for you guys as we head into the winter. The Bridgeport Sound Tigers. They're still the Sound Tigers to me, damn it. At 9-14-1-3 and, and they split against Charlotte this weekend. I don't understand this team. I don't get them. I know they're my season team, but they're being carried by high-end talent. Chris Terry and their veterans are carrying this squad. You shut them down, and Bridgeport is easy pickings. They've also played Hartford and Springfield a lot, so that's where a lot of lot of loss, lot of their losses come from. We'll see how they play teams not in the I-95 corridor. Wilkes-Barre Scranton at 9-10-1, and, and this is a suck team that is falling and falling fast. They gobbled up wins against weak Lehigh team early in the season, but since then, frauds. Get the hell out of here, Wilkes-Barre. Get out of here. Charlotte, 14-11-2, and just really hanging around. Um, this team can be a little inconsistent, but they've had a lot of road games. At least half their road games have been on the road already. Um, Alex True and Joey Decord have done really well, but they're being called up to Seattle. I wonder what's going to happen with Charlotte when Seattle starts plucking a lot of these guys up. But they have a lot of home games coming up, so good for them. Sorry, a little sip of Perrier there, but let's keep this going. Hershey at 12, 8, and 2. And 1, they're starting to find themselves a little bit. They do, they're do. they taking on a lot of inner PA opponents, especially Wilkes-Barre over this past month. So... There's a chance for them to gain up a lot of points and really go up these rankings. Are they frauds? No. They're decimated by call-ups and injuries and COVID. Once all that clears, and they might actually get some help from Washington, I still think this team could be dangerous. Cup contenders? Let's not get crazy. Providence doing their usual BS at 11-7-3-1. Happens every year. Slow start for the Providence Bruins and then get their stuff together around Thanksgiving, but they decided to do that this year at uh, at Thanksgiving as opposed to Christmas or after New Year's. Providence looked for them to start beating up along the I-95 corridor as well. There are some easy points for Askin with Bridgeport, but some of their games are getting delayed or postponed because of border issues. It will be interesting to see how this shakes out into the winter and what goes on in, in the Great White North. Hartford. At second place for now, at uh, 13, 6, and 2. Less games played than Springfield because of postponements as well. Hartford, we've seen this before out of them. High-end goaltending, which is exactly what Keith Kincaid was doing. 9-1-1 one, one there for Hartford. Lots of home games to start the season and racking up home wins. It's just like 2019 and 2020 before the world went crazy. How will this team be in the second half of the season when they have to go on the road and teams get more um, film on them and they start to figure them out? What's going to happen to Hartford then? Can they keep their winning ways going? We shall see. 
And at number one, thanks to finally scoring some goals and getting a win, they beat Hartford to reassess themselves back up top at 15-7-2-1, the Springfield Thunderbirds. All those wins early in the season with all that talent has put them in the spot where they are now. It will be interesting to see how they handle this stretch without Nathan Walker and Charlie Lindgren. They got a win on Sunday and have started scoring again, so um, it looks like the Thunderboids might be back. But that's your around the Atlantic Division, and I think that will do it for us this this Tuesday. Not for this week, everyone, because there is more in store. The Bears will be going to the Electrodrome Tuesday, and we will have our last Holland Holland game before the Hollandays on Wednesday against the Phantoms. There'll be a mini episode put out either Thursday or Friday. There will be no Friday face-off. It will just be a quick recap and maybe a few other things as well. And then we will head into Winter Classic Week next week with as the boys will head back on the road the Monday after Christmas with Wilkes-Barre, hopefully COVID-permitting but I think we will. So to everyone out there, hang in there. The holidays are coming. We're going to make it. Enjoy them whatever way possible. You do you and enjoy your holiday whatever you can. Just don't be a dick. That's all I'm asking, as Brian Zane has said as well. But for all of you, but for everyone out there, go Bears, and I'll catch you on Thursday. Merry Christmas and happy holidays. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Grit and Barrett podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to. If you are listening on Apple or Google, please leave us a five-star review as it appeases our algorithm overlords. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out the Hockey Podcast Network where there is a podcast for each and every NHL team. We also cover the American Hockey League. They have a podcast about college hockey and all the ins and outs of the hockey world. If you wish to know more about our parent club, please check out the official Caps Chirps podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network as they cover all things Washington Capitals. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. That's at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. This podcast is dedicated to the memory of Patricia Blosser, who passed away on December 5th, 2020 to dementia and COVID. The show is also dedicated to all of the Hershey Bears friends, fans, and family who lost their lives to cancer. Cancer sucks. Thank you once again for listening to the Grit and Barrett podcast, and go Bears. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF.